Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fairface Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Sorensen, founder and CEO of Fairface Washcloths for Sensitive Skin. I'm so happy you're here to join me as we talk all things sensitive skin, wellness, and even a little small business. Now on to the episode. Hello, my friends. I hope you are all doing well here in Washington State. We haven't been able to completely open up all areas or activities and businesses yet, but we are slowly rolling out changes, and I hope it's the same where you live. At this time in the world, I'm recording this on June 8th of 2020, and as for most of us, this has been a really emotional couple of weeks with senseless deaths and brutality that have sparked both peaceful protesters and destruction in our cities. And I think we're all just trying to make sense of it. I pray every day for peace to return to our communities and that people will be more loving and more understanding of each other and treat each other with mutual respect and equality It's easy to feel the things in my heart that I believe, but sometimes it's much harder to know how to say them in a way that will be received um, in the way that I mean them. Sometimes it's easier to say nothing in order not to say it wrong or in hopes of not offending anyone, but then our voices of support aren't heard either. I have learned a lot this past week as I have taken time to listen learn, and self-reflect. And just so I'm clear, I do believe that Black Lives Matter. I believe that all lives of all people of color matter. I have grown up with the knowledge and belief that we are all children of God and are equal no matter our differences, no matter our color, race, religion, or background. And that is what I believe and how I try to live. I'm not perfect, and I know that I've made mistakes, but I will try to do better. I am more aware now. I will keep listening and learning and trying to be as supportive and inclusive as I can so that my behavior will reflect how I feel. It will reflect my support and love for all human beings. I sincerely hope that positive changes will be permanent And we will all learn the lessons that we're supposed to learn through all of this. And that the people who do feel discriminated against or less than will find freedom from all of that as we come together as brothers and sisters who are equal in the eyes of God and through each other's eyes as well. So that is my hope and my prayer and what I believe. And I just wanted to share that with you. Today, I want to talk to you about the most important thing you can do for your skin. Now, there are so many important things that you can do, but if you are not doing this thing, you may as well not be doing all the other good things, in my opinion. And I am talking about sunscreen. It's one of my favorite things to talk about besides soft washcloths because it is so important 
for the health and appearance of your skin. Now, I'm not going to say that I've had a perfect relationship with sunscreen because I haven't. When I was about seven or eight years old, my family went to Disneyland for the first time. And it was a magical and amazing place, but also the place of my first blistering sunburn on my sweet little unprotected shoulders. I know, the exact opposite of what you want. But now keep in mind, this was the 70s, and sunscreen wasn't really talked about or encouraged like it is today. Back at that time, and even growing up, advertisements for a copper tone tan were really popular. It was all about getting the best tan. And these advertisements even went so far as to say getting a tan was healthy for your skin. I know, scary. Now, I don't remember ever seeing commercials for sunscreen back then. It was all how to get a tan without getting burned. Which for me and my fair skin just wasn't possible. I remember one summer when I was around 12 or 13 and my friend and I went to a pool at a hotel they were staying in while their house was being renovated and we swam all afternoon. It was so much fun until we got out of the pool for the last time and realized we were both burned to a crisp. I remember vividly how hot I felt and that We both laid on the beds in the hotel room with cold, wet washcloths draped all over our bodies, hoping somehow to find relief from that. Flash forward to age about 16 and a family trip to Honolulu. If I could give the trip a title, it would be Baking on the Beach. I know, I'm not kidding. Now, don't get me wrong, it was an awesome vacation and one that I have many happy memories of. But the thing is, the other members of my family love being out in the sun. They all tan. And I joke that I'm the only one who got my grandpa's fair skin. And that is true. I also don't like being hot. I really just have a different relationship with the sun than the rest of my family does. But still, this was Hawaii, and it was absolutely beautiful. I remember how good it smelled, how good the air felt. It just had kind of a magical feel about it. And when you're in Hawaii, generally you spend time at the beach or at least outside. Well, I remember the day that we went to Waikiki Beach and we're walking out on the hot sand and I'm thinking, huh, there is no shade anywhere. Hmm. And there are no umbrellas. But, you know, there we go, walking with our towels out to find a spot among all the people on the beach. 
Now, by this time, we're in the late 80s or mid 80s, I guess. And the promotions of coconut oils at this time were huge. Um, I do love the smell of those coconut oils, though. Ooh, they smell so good. But there was still not a lot of promotion of sunscreen. And, of course, you can't go to Hawaii and come back pale. That's what I told myself as I laid unprotected under the blazing hot sun, baking like a pan of white sheet cake. Yeah, that was me. So it didn't take long for me to get really hot and really burned. But where could I go? I was literally on a long sandy beach with hordes of people, no shade in sight, under the hot Hawaiian sun. Now, we have pictures of me, of all of us sitting there on the beach. But there I was, covered in beach towels to avoid getting more burned. I didn't look comfortable. That's real. It was hot under those towels, but at least I was covering my skin in those places at that time. But unfortunately for me, I did get very sunburned. And so burned, in fact, that my arm swelled up and I couldn't straighten it. Literally, every move I made was uncomfortable. I remember even walking next to a car's exhaust. It felt like fire shooting out on my legs. I don't remember whether we even had sunscreen that I could have put on. But the rest of the trip, you could see me in pictures, bright red skin, cradling my arm in the perma-bent position, which sadly, if I was still in the sun, then I was technically still burning my skin. Burn on top of burn. Yeah. And I can't forget going into the convenience store in Honolulu. And I was walking down the aisle, and I remember asking my mom, what does it mean when you see black spots in front of your eyes. Yikes! Yeah, she quickly sat me down at the pharmacy and asked if they had any ice water. I think I probably had heat exhaustion or was at least close to it. Um, or maybe I was just really, really dehydrated. My poor little body was burned up. What on earth? Well, I read up on that, and it turns out that when you get a bad sunburn, the heat can increase the flow of blood to your skin and rush to your legs, which then can cause a sudden drop in blood pressure. So I don't know if that's what was happening to me. Um, It can lead to feeling lightheaded and faint. Um, But as we know, heat exhaustion is a serious condition that can also lead into heat stroke if it's not treated. But anyway, that was a doozy. Through the rest of my high school years, yes, I too tried tanning beds, (laughs) thinking that if I got burned in a tanning bed, that it wasn't like being in the sun because it was a machine. I know. Hello. Honestly, the whole sunscreen, getting burned, getting tan, covering up, where you can get sun, what's okay, 
it was all very confusing and companies and the media just really didn't educate us like they do now. So there were a lot of mixed messages. Now you might remember the song by Baz Luhrmann, I think his last name was. Um, it came out in around like 97 or 98. That was called Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen. It was, um, the lyrics were taken from that famous essay that gave great life advice. Um, I just remember it starts out saying, ladies and gentlemen of the class of 97, wear sunscreen. If I could offer you only one tip for the future, sunscreen would be it. Long-term benefits of sunscreen have been proven by scientists. Anyway, check it out on YouTube. It's kind of fun to listen to. Anyway, so that's, I remember the first time that wearing sunscreen, like if, if I was only to give you one piece of advice, that is it. That kind of stuck out to me that it felt like the first time I'd really been hit over the head about how important it was to wear sunscreen from this little song. Now, I eventually did try self-tanners, which some of you probably have done, but honestly, they smelled so bad, and some of them even made my skin itch, um, you know, and get rashy, so that's that wasn't fun, and it was kind of orange, you know, it's never going to be the real normal tan color, which for my pale skin, I don't really know what that would look like. Um, I remember my cousins used to put shoe polish on their legs <laughs> instead of self-tanner, which made me laugh. But who knows? Maybe I should have tried it. But for the rest of my young adult years, until I was probably around 27 years old, I don't remember wearing much sunscreen. And I know, I cringe. I'm not happy about that. I used to even get heat rash on my skin sometimes, um, you know, where it would get these red itchy bumps that itched like crazy. And it was really embarrassing to have that all over my skin. And I would try to hide my hands and my arms, and it even would show up on my feet. So really, it's so sad to think back at how much I could have helped myself, how much sun damage I could have prevented if I had just worn sunscreen. It wasn't until I went to graduate school where I met a girl who eventually became one of my roommates who had lovely porcelain skin. And I found out that she wore sunscreen on her face every day. And I remember being surprised by that since I had never really thought about doing it. And I think I even asked her why she did it. And I don't remember exactly what her explanation was, but something about that struck me. And I started to wear sunscreen on my face. And I can't remember if that's when I started using the Eucerin Daily SPF 30 or if it was something else, but I think that's what she wore. And so that's what I started wearing on my skin. 
and I have used that sunscreen on my face every day since then. Now, as far as all those years I didn't wear sunscreen, I know I did damage. And the Skin Cancer website says that most skin damage is done before the age of 18. And I know I did myself a doozy many times. I have lots of freckles on my arms and hands. I have weird spots that have, you know, appeared on my skin. I have damaged pores that no longer know how to function properly because of sun damage. I know people in their 40s that are suddenly aware of strange things happening to their skin and don't know where it came from. And I long to be back at a time where I could prevent all of this, where I could turn back the clock and start wearing sunscreen every day since I was young, but I can't. And so I just try to do what I can now. And I think that's one thing that sets people back sometimes is, you know, it's worrying about not having had protected their skin all this time. So they think, you know, I give up. There's no reason to start now. But that is simply not true. You just need to let the past go. There are things we can't change. We can't go back. There are treatments that can be done to help ease the wear and tear we've put our skin through. And every day you wear sunscreen, you are preventing future skin damage from showing up on your skin years from now. It matters. And if there's one thing you learn from this podcast episode, it is to start wearing sunscreen today and wear it every day. Don't worry about what you have or haven't done in the past. Just start today and never look back. I remember hearing an interview with Paula from Paula's Choice Skincare. And she was asked, what is the best sunscreen? And her answer was, the one that you'll wear. (laughs) She has often stated that it is the number one thing that you need to be putting on your skin. And I was also listening to a skincare podcast, I think it was Pure Skin Talk, which I've mentioned before, that said something like, there is no reason to try to fix existing damage if you are not first protecting future damage from existing. Okay, so now you know my horrible history with sunscreen. Now let's talk about how to protect your skin with some great sunscreens. I see wearing sunscreen like this. Applying sunscreen essentially creates a barrier or a block between the sun's damaging rays and your skin. So if you were dressed head to toe in clothing that blocked all UVB and UVA rays, you would be 100% protected from sun damage. (laughs) You would also be really hot and not really living a normal life. So the next best thing to being all covered up is to block the sun's damaging rays with something that can be smoothed on the skin, 
so think of it like a really thin cloth. The thicker the ointment or cloth and higher SPF, the higher level of protection we get. Now I've tried some pretty chalky thick sunscreens in my time. I can't remember the SPF number that I've gone up to the highest. It was, it was, it's been high, maybe even 85. I don't know. And the sunscreen was thick. Maybe even I did a hundred. I don't know. I wear the thick stuff when I'm going to spend a day at the beach because who wants to have baking on the beach in Waikiki part two? <laughs> no, thank you. I certainly don't. So I slather myself with thick sunscreen. I wear a wide brimmed hat. I wear polarized sunglasses to prevent glare. I bring lots of water and ice packs and even extra spray sunscreen that I can spray on top of my existing sunscreen if I've been out for a while. We even have a chair that has <clears throat> an attached, um, it's a covering, not really an umbrella, but it has a, a nice kind of umbrella thing that shoots up over the top of the chair to block the sun, which is really nice when it's really hot out. And pretty much I have all the comforts of not burning myself even a little bit when I'm sitting on the sun. Um, unless you find that spot, which I always have a spot that that, you know, the, the sunscreen accidentally rubbed off. Like it sometimes happens on my feet. Like I've slathered my feet with sunscreen and then I slip my sandals on, but my feet were still wet so that somehow I get this burned spot on my foot. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, that's that happens. I don't know why. I keep trying to prevent that. But it's funny, in my slathered state when I'm at the beach, I feel like a cross between um, sticky and happy <laughs> because I know that I'm protecting my skin. But I also see myself a bit I don't know, like a senior citizen in a, an assisted living pool party. I don't know. But I'm embracing it. But I know that I, I kind of stand out sometimes. You you see people that are kind of basking in the sun, and then there's me sitting in the sun, but all covered up with all sorts of protection that I can find. But it works. And I don't get burned anymore. And I haven't let myself get burned for a long time. And that feels good. When I worked at the elementary school, one of the kids, I remember arriving, she was so funny, and she immediately, I think she was a little kindergartner, she Im immediately sniffed out sunscreen and loudly questioned, okay, who's got on sunscreen? It totally made me laugh, and I answered, it will always be me. <laughs> uh, anyway, it really will be. Okay, so sorry, I jumped back into sunscreen diaries. Let's get back to the nitty gritty of sunscreen. A basic question that always comes up is what is SPF? I found a great article explaining SPF, which I will link in the show notes from the Skin Cancer Foundation. And I feel really inadequate trying to summarize this article because it's written by a dermatologist and photobiologist. 
But basically, the SPF number on sunscreen refers foremost to the level of UVB protection it gives. And since UVA rays also cause skin damage, you want a sunscreen that provides full spectrum protection. So the SPF number basically tells you this. If you were in the sun wearing SPF 30, it would take you 30 times longer to get a sunburn than if you weren't wearing any sunscreen at all. If you were wearing only an SPF of 15, it would take you 15 times longer to get a sunburn than if you weren't wearing any sunscreen at all. Whereas if you were wearing SPF 50, it would take you 50 times longer to get a sunburn and so on. So did I confuse you yet? I don't know. Please read the article if you want to hear their words explaining it. Um, like I said, I will link it. It was really good. It's a short article and they explain it well enough that you can kind of wrap your head around. It's They do say that it's kind of more complicated than just simply saying SPF 30 means, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that didn't even help. Read the article. Okay. The, arth the author also mentioned in that article that even when you wear SPF exactly as indicated, you still get a small percentage of UV rays hitting your skin. So that's why he also said that it's important to incorporate a variety of ways to protect yourself from the sun and not just rely on sunscreen. So flashback to me, all covered up like a senior citizen on the beach. These things are good. Using things like clothing, shade, wide-brimmed hats, UV-blocking glasses, which I'll talk more about in a second, should also be part of protecting yourself from sun damage. So basically, if you don't really understand what SPF is, the bigger number, the more protection you receive, and make sure you have full spectrum protection to protect you from both types of damaging rays, plus other protective measures. Okay, a quick plug about protecting your eyes from the sun. One thing I just found out while reading up on sun protection is that the sunglasses I've been wearing religiously for years, which are polarized sunglasses, which I got specifically to help reduce glare because my eyes are really sensitive. I don't, I'm assuming that they do, but I don't know if these polarized sunglasses are also UV blocking. So I'm going to have to check the brands. But, and they do say that most sunglasses now have UV protection embedded in the lenses. So I really hope that's the case, but make sure your sunglasses actually are UV blocking lenses and they're not just cute dark sunglasses. I loved this quote from the University of Utah Health 
that said sunglasses are to the eyes what sunscreen is to the skin. Hmm. Very good. Very important. So. Since this episode turned out to be so long, see, I told you I like talking about sunscreen. I decided to break it up into two episodes so I wouldn't totally put you to sleep. So tune in to episode 11, part two of the Sunscreen Diaries, where I answer common questions around wearing sunscreen, how to apply it, whether we need to reapply it when wearing makeup and how to do that, and what types of sunscreens are best for sensitive skin types. I even share brand recommendations. So when you're ready and you've taken a stretch, jump on over to part two of the Sunscreen Diaries Fairface Podcast episode 11 for the rest of our discussion around the most important thing you should be putting on your skin right now. Thank you so much for joining me for the Fairface Podcast. I would love to hear from you. If you have any comments or questions about what you've heard, please get in touch with me. I would also really appreciate it if you would take a minute to leave a rating and a review and share this podcast so it can help other people find us. To shop our washcloths, visit our Etsy shop, Fairface Washcloths, or on our website, fairfacewashcloths.com. That's F-A-I-R-F-A-C-E washcloths.com. And I would love to chat with you on social media. So find me at Fairface Washcloths on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time.